When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers. Wait, this that's is the, the po- show. That's this podcast. Yeah. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comic books, yes. video games, uh-huh. and more. And more. So, so much more with your old dads, Sam <laughs> and DJ. That's but today me. we have such a special guest. Uh, you might know her from Nerds of Color and other outlets that have just blew out of my brain because I got really nervous. Because <laughs> uh, Laura... Siri, I'm sorry. Cool. cool. Ah, everything exploded. It was like, easy. like, who do you talk to, Siri? Cool. Uh, it's just cool. Yeah, yeah. Siri, cool. Siri, Thank cool. you so much for joining us today. I'm very happy to have you on the show. Uh, and you are also in the nerd space. Who else have you been working with? Because like, nerds of color is what most people would know you from. Do you yeah, because yeah. I do a lot of multicultural. Like my my background is like Asian Americans and uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've also done like Nerd Reactor. I've written for the Hollywood Reporter. I've written for Mental Floss, um, Famous Monsters Magazine, a few others like Red Carpet Reports, and um, just small uh, a few other outlets. Nice. And who are you? What do you usually focus? Movies, nerd culture. Um, I do a little both. Mm-hmm. I um, I used to do tv like i focused on television and um, now i'm kind of expanding to film and um, i've always done pop culture too very cool cool. now growing up what was what was your bread and butter was it the the superheroes was it just cinema in general was it horror what was your Uh, i was a sci-fi girl like i I still am um i grew up with star trek those were my babysitters like my parents just sat me down to shut me up and turn on the TV Cheaper and that school. was yeah they just sat me down and I'm like oh and I remember Captain Picard like John Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart yeah, yeah PNG was my That's, my bread and butter I grew up with that too yeah. Yeah, yeah and then my dad introduced me slowly to Star Wars so it was always sci-fi growing up yeah. and my brother loved superhero so he had superhero stuff so he had comic books so I was introduced to Superman early and nice. Spider-Man early and I was one of the guys like my sister there was my sister who was girly girl yeah. and my brother was like like he had tons of comic books so I always read his stuff and I played with his He-Man and yeah. his stuff mm-hmm. um, so it just stayed with me throughout my life and um, the fact that I got to do this for my life it's been great like yeah. it's been like oh my god and, like my dad I show my dad like all my Star Trek figures and he's just like oh that looks so nice can I have it at my house first <laughs> and I'm like okay mm-hmm. so my dad my dad's like just supports me on that he's like oh I love that you love like love the things I love and my mom's like what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Are you excited for the new Picard show? I am. I am. I'm so excited for Captain Picard. Like, he is my captain. Like, yeah, same. Yeah. Him yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and right now, Discovery, George U was another one because Asian American. <laughs> um, but Captain Picard was my, is my favorite. Like, he, I have a picture of him framed in my room, my bedroom, yeah. next nice. to my bed. Is it signed? It, um, no, that one's not signed, but I do have a signed poster of his hanging in my living room. There you go. Of First Contact. And yeah. um, I have an action figure of him next to my bed, too. Yeah. Like, I love him that much. <laughs> it's great. He, it's kind of creepy, but it's, uh, it's, no, no, no. it's a healthy creepy. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was cool because they let the, um, you know, Kirk was supposed to be the kind of the swashbuckling go in there. It was cool with Picard because he was like... The, the perfect dad. He was a yeah. perfect, like, captain dad. Like, you knew he knew what was going on. You knew you could count on him. And yeah. they let people like Riker go in and Oof. be a monkhead and throw fists and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Well, Captain Picard was a, what, back in the day, where we called daddy. Now mm-hmm. he's like granddaddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though he's kind of physically doesn't seem like he's changed that much. No. I mean, he doesn't have the, the wings yeah. Yeah. on the side, the little donut. On the back, kind of like uh, Homer Simpson. Much respect to the captain. Yeah, 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 out there. Yeah. How do you feel so far with Star Trek Discovery? Also, I want to know what you think about the new Doctor Who. But first, Discovery. Discovery. It is so good. The writing is amazing. They um, There's an adventure each time. Like You're just like immersed into it, and you kind of learn the history. Because I love canon stuff. Like Whenever I watch like uh, Discovery, I'm like, this is before 
all of this happened, Kirk and yeah. everyone. So it better follow a canon or kind of explain it. And it does. And they really focus on that. So that's like a big part for me. Like the Klingons, I'm like, how are they going to explain the Klingons, how mm-hmm, they look? Mm-hmm. And they were able to explain it and like kind of Because yeah, they there. even look a little different than they did in TNG too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, way different. And even different from um, like Archer's, like Enterprise. Yeah. Um, so I, I was like, they need to somehow explain that. And they explain the, the mirror universe. I really love what they've done with this and it's Spock I was really worried I'm like oh man they're gonna add actually Kirk's uh, like not Kirk's um, um, oh my god what's his name he's the one in the chair uh, Pike yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. added Pike and I'm like this is gonna be they have to follow canon so I really was worried but yeah. they did a great job and Anson Mount was one of the best uh, Pikes. That's good to hear. Him. Yeah, because he was on Hell on Wheels oh. on AMC, yeah. and then uh, so then we don't talk yeah. about. What was that? We don't talk about what that. that? Yeah. Was that hit Marvel show? In, in humans, what yeah, got thirteen episodes on, uh, on ABC. So it's good to hear that he's good. It's Pike. Yeah. I watched the um, first two episodes. And I'm like, oh, this is what I wanted. Like, I enjoyed the movie, the new movies, the mm-hmm. the rebooted movies. But it's like, oh, this is. This is great, uh, but then also I didn't want to pay for CBS a lot. It kind of comes back to that, honestly. Like I should watch it. I've heard nothing but good things, especially with season two. Yeah, and it's, they're getting a season three, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Just, yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, no. Clearly, people are paying for the. It's the Star Trek app. That's essentially what that is. Yeah. And CBS is trying so hard. I think they have like a rom com coming out soon. You're like, mm, give. No. <laughs> There's got to be something for everybody, yeah. but we know who's paying. Like for Star this. Trek knew what to do. They are like, they're like, all the fans, the Star Trek fans, are gonna pay for a Picard uh, discovery yeah. and the one shots that they've been having, which are beautiful. Yeah. Even though it's like ten minutes, it's like it helps build the canon um, together for the first season, second season. Nice. I, I'm excited for Picard, and it might it, it might get me to dive in the app, but I'm also worried because like just. Sometimes you gotta let good things go. You know what I mean. You gotta let them. They, they did their. The they ad did their was moment. like, yeah. "Uh oh, how did the, your favorite character ruin everything you like?" And well, you're it's like, "Oh, like, no. it, it's kind of like uh, Star Wars. It's in in uh, Last Jedi. It's like, hey, remember all those favorite characters you love? They're actually super bad at governing. Not very good <laughs> at taking care of stuff, and everything's kind of worse than when they won somehow. And it's like, what? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. But what did you think of... Okay, so I know that you're a, a Hoovian. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a hardcore Hoovian. But Hoovian. Yeah. Um, and who, I want to know who your doctor is. We aren't even talking question. about Spider-Man, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. going to get there. I'm wearing the shirt for there you reasons. Go. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, we want to know who your doctor is and what do you think of the new season? Because I haven't finished it. I got more than halfway through and I just haven't gotten to it. But I'll get to... I have a reason for it but yeah. what do you yeah. who, favorite doctor what do you think woman, of new right? season uh, <laughs> well you never forget your first doctor my first doctor was nine uh, okay. Eccleston, like I love him as a person um, but I, I do love nine but then Capaldi kind of made me fall in love with him so good. Um, he, he, like, I the, liked old grumpy doctor. Yeah. yeah. Well the first season of him was horribly written. He himself was meant to be the doctor. He mm-hmm. embodies the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the writing was horrible. First and second season, third season, best writing, um, best episodes. And it really showcased who he was. And then he announced he's going to leave. And I'm like, but we finally got you just the way that you were meant to be become. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Jodie Whittaker has really stepped up and really been a great doctor um i was excited about her beforehand i even cosplayed with her before the show came on i was like i made a lego version of her at gallifrey one i introduced that and then i i wore her regular outfit for myself i got the coat and everything i'm just like i'm so excited and i was scared i'm like please be good please be good Mm -hmm. like because like um I, you know, we're allowed to criticize, but it's just, we want to, like, bring up women. Um, And she was excellent. Mm -hmm. She was funny. She was witty. Uh, She... You know, she made her own kind of doctor character. Like, she is her own doctor. It's weird to think about all the... um, Not even drama so much, but all the the concern about it, or however you want to phrase it. And then when she came on, it's like, oh, it's just the doctor. Yeah. It's just the doctor. It's just just another iteration of the doctor. She embodied the the quirkiness and the the love of science, which is another aspect that I really like about her. The only thing that has, like, kind of slowed me down from watching the rest is her supporting cast. And that sucks, because I really like... I, I like the the cop they, they paired her with because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is... Awesome. I love the idea of someone that's so by the books because there's always someone that's like wide-eyed just like, oh my God, I'm so amazed. <laughs> but like someone who is amazed and but also at the same time, I like this kind of structure she brings and I like the idea of 
the grand like this older father figure yeah. and this younger guy but there's the story focuses so much around all these other characters and I'm like I really want to see what if they went to the beach one day yeah. <laughs> like Jodie Whittaker yeah, yeah. got a whole episode which they probably will get there and there might be in the end of the rest of the season yeah. but I just need to finish it also there's so many shows to watch it's oh, hard to so get many. through it yeah um, but uh, for me Matt Smith's my boy um, because he just had a similar body type like <laughs> about how his clothes fit him yeah. and that just seemed that and bow ties you can't were, go wrong. You were very into bow ties when I, I first met you. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have no, I have no idea what you're talking like about. Like you said, first doctor for me, Tom Baker. That was the, my dad introduced Ooh. me to that when I was, when I was a kid. <clears throat> um, and so we watched most of, he was my dad's favorite, so uh, that was most of the ones we watched. Roger Moore was also my dad's favorite Bond, so we watched a lot of Roger Moore Bond movies. So that was my, my go-to for that, weirdly. But yeah, so Tom Baker, of the new ones, I, I liked Matt Smith. I liked Moffat's run a lot. I liked that every episode, it's like, whether we get or not, we're swinging for the fences. We're just going <laughs> to do the biggest ideas, and we're going to see what works. Um, but I like Capaldi a lot, because again, I think it reminded me of the older Doctors, where it's like, nobody was trying to make out with him, and yeah. he was kind of grumpy, and you, you always knew he was going to do the right thing, but you weren't sure he was always going to do the nice thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that kind of tension, where it's yeah. just the concerns are bigger. The spe- you know I mean? Speaking of swinging for the fences, the one that the best example in my brain, it's Matt Smith's run where Rory and Amy are there yeah. and they go on the pirate ship and it, like the ghost that comes out of the reflections of things mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, the, there's a pterodactyl alien ship on the wrong dimension bar- parked on this boat and you're like, what? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> you, you insane? It's like being introduced. If you're the first time watching Doctor Who and you were like, hey, watch this, dinosaurs on the spaceship and you're just like, what the F is going on? I do also think, though, that uh, just as his pure um, uh, introduction, Eccleston is probably pretty good, too, because that was a reintroduction. Oh, yeah. But I think Matt Smith, like, if my wife was ever, like, she's she's shown a little bit of interest, but if she was like, I'm ready to watch Doctor Who. Matt Smith's intro, it's like, th- this is it. Like, yeah. this is essentially, if you kind of want to, like, this is what the show is. That's your intro. You the know first I mean? episode's real. It's super solid. Then you go into Weeping Angels because those are always super fun. Well, and that's oh, why yeah. I kind of c- checked back in because I saw that I watched Eccleston and Tennant on and off. Um, and then, but I saw the Weeping Angels episode and like, that guy is going to show right now. It's like, well, then I'm in because that yeah. was amazing. So it's fantastic. But going yes. off track a little bit. Yes. Let's, uh, we're going to be talking about Spider Man Far From Home. We'll do light spoiler free. But if you're listening to this, the movie's been out, came out on a Tuesday. It was really annoying for everyone doing reviews. <laughs> and so we, uh, there's been plenty of time to go see it. We're going to go spoiler filled and talk about Spider Man, uh, our thoughts on it in the future for him and the MCU. Lots of stuff to get through. But first, let's talk about what we're into this week. This is the segment where DJ and I and a guest throw out just something that we think you should be keeping your peepers on. Uh, for me, I'll just throw out there that I watched mid 90s for the first time, the Jonah Hill directed and written film. Yeah. And oh. if if you really had a hankering for skate culture in suburban Los Angeles in the mid-90s, and every kid's a little shit, <laughs> um, that's what this movie is. But at the same time, as a, someone who had an older brother that was really into this culture, yeah. but viewing it, like they would be like, yeah, I'm tough. I'm like, I know what you're doing. You went yeah. to the skate park, and then you went and did your homework. <laughs> All right? like, you're not as hard as this yeah. 13-year-old is who's doing kickflips. But uh, the movie is an hour 20? Super short. I love it, man. And the keep it tight. The uh, all the actors in it are phenomenal, and it, it shouldn't. It doesn't glorify any part of it, but you do see why kids found it. You yeah. saw why kid why outcasts and kids who felt like they weren't going to succeed in the system that was before them, like they, they they were shown. They're like, and then they fell into this, and that's not saying it's good or bad. Yeah. You could find your way in this, but it is. It's it's not great. Other question for you. You've been uh, watching Stranger Things this season, Two and I wanted to know what your thoughts are so far. Two out of? Eight. Eight. What are your thoughts eight? so far? Have you been watching so. Stranger Things? I have not caught, caught up. Okay. okay. Like... Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good so far. And yeah. two episodes in, uh, Billy, who was our bully, yeah. easy way to remember that, from season two. Uh, he was the very handsome boy who was also in Power Rangers. He's the, oh, hot, yes. he's yeah, the yeah. hot guy now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, he's, he's hot guy, but hot also guy. you're like, yeah. you're gross. Yeah. He, in the first episode, uh, you get uh, the there's a pool scene in the trailer where uh, like the moms yeah. are looking at him, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, immediately, he, he is you're a, like, a handsome boy. Yeah. It, it, everything about it feels yeah. bleh, but it's, it's exactly cut out of an 80s movie yeah. like that. I do like that it, it's 
unabashedly 80s and so we had our Halloween haunt we had our classic thra- uh, thriller monster mash movie mm-hmm. in the yeah. first season now this is summer break uh oh we're going after the campers like that's yeah. that's what this is and it's doing it's checking every box oh in episode two you get Carrie Elways oh yeah yeah, yeah Robin oh. Tights. Yeah, yeah he is the mayor nice. and that's great and uh, immediately Jake Busey you meet him and you're like oh my god you're playing exactly the role you were. <laughs> uh, well, you and your dad are playing the same rules until I hope your kid ends up looking Just I hope like, Jake's kid looks like him because nah. there's an there's a specific role that the Buseys can always have there's a generation of yeah. Buseys that of we have every generation every, is their own Buseys we have one yeah. <laughs> Jake is ours but I feel like we need a younger one yeah now. yeah because he's getting up there man his, <laughs> he's got chompers man he's got a big old God man. bless him got, yeah. <laughs> it's like that villain in James Bond yeah. with the teeth Jaws yeah Jaws really? Roger Moore Roger Moore yeah. keep that eat Roger don't work too hard on those names yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, Moonraker hey, classic. So far, it's good. It's a slow burn in a sense, but it is trying to reestablish that this has maybe been a year or more mm-hmm. since the last thing mm-hmm. happened. And it's making the world, like not just Hawkins bigger, the world bigger. So that's yeah. super cool. But uh, DJ, Laura? Yeah, what about you? Um, for this week, um, I've been catching up on all my shows because I've been so behind because of work, uh, working on stuff. But um, I'm caught up to Pose. It's an FX show. Pose is so good. It's one of the best shows. Um, I, I, like the second season, this season has been the best show. Love like, it. Um, it. It just, like, I, I felt like, oh my God, this, I thought, like I was thinking, like second season never k- kicks up more than the first, but mm-hmm. this totally meets it. So the most recent episode to make sure I was caught up is where... Um, when somebody accidentally dies, right? Is that the 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 client? In the, um, in the, no, that, that? there's another one after oh, that. Oh no, then I'm not caught up. Yeah, <laughs> um, like I don't know if you want me to spoil it, but it just well, <laughs> okay. But Lil Poppy gets the best. Um, I think it might be the last episode that the, no, because this this is the centered on Lil Poppy. Yeah, because Lil Poppy okay. centered because where last we one. left off, Lil Poppy is that he was trying to get with Angel. And she had to bail on him because... Oh, that is the latest episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, actually, that oh, is good. the latest episode. Oh, good, then I am episode. caught up. Yeah, You're yeah, caught yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and they're Pop- cute together. Oh, my God. They're so cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Lil Poppy, you know, really got his monologue, like, just um, prideful, like, I'm a prize, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that just hit me. I'm just like, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's talking about masculinity and, yeah. like, how, like, you can be vulnerable. And I just felt like... This whole this second season is just like opening up about HIV and, and AIDS, but yeah. also about like mask um, like toxic masculinity, uh, masculinity and the masculinity of like how to like just how men can be vulnerable too, and mm-hmm. um, also transgender community and just like how they all come together and it's 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 just emotional each episode where yeah. each episode I, I'm just like. It, it, every episode deserves to be nominated for the for an Emmy. Yeah, they're so good. The whole cast is so good. And in this, so in this episode, we had Angel, who is actually becoming the face of a makeup ad campaign. Wet and wild. Yeah, Very and then cool. and then my wife was excited because she knew that brand. Um, they're <laughs> like, it's the best fries. She's like, it is. Uh, and then Electra um, is working at a, what I could best describe as an S and M club. Yes, and a client accidentally ODs, and so she tries to figure out. Uh, what to do? Is this set in a time period? The eighties, eighties, nineteen ninety, right now. It's nineteen ninety, right now. What was God interesting bless. is the the OD storyline. I was like, that tracks. That the whole the whole way that plays out is like that tracks. The angel one, I was like, this feels like a little bit of wish fulfillment that nobody would like catch on or out. Mm-hmm. And but it's it's based on uh, a true story about um, uh, a trans uh, model who worked in I think it was in the 70s mm-hmm. um, she was part of a makeup line and unfortunately she did eventually get out and it basically ruined her career which is tragic and then the Electra storyline is also based off a real story yeah. like a famous um, photographer <clears throat> who when she passed they were cleaning her apartment and they found a body sealed up there and they think it was either a failed robbery or a boyfriend that was abusing her and the, and the yeah. idea is that basically, like, there's no way you can go to the cops because they're 100% going to blame you. Yeah. No matter what the situation yeah. is, if you're part of that community, you're thrown under the bus. Yikes. Yeah. So it, it's such a good show. Like, I'm just, like, amazed each time. It's, like, elevated each episode. So um, that's why I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, it's lovely. I, I the got cast to catch up. I'm like, oh, my God. So yeah. it's Pose on FX. Yes. And season one, how many episodes is that? Only roughly? 13. Is yeah, it the normal uh, 13 uh, or is it yeah. shorter? I think it's shorter. It might be shorter. Look, and yeah. so it's a, kind of, like, halfway through the first the second season i think we're only three episodes yeah. deep into season four, two four, four? Right? four okay yeah so it's it's not too hard to yeah. catch up i'm sure but then I'm you, sure even if you binge it it's just like this is so good 
Yeah, it's it's really nice. It's a really it's a really lovely life affirming show. Yeah. Um, yeah MJ Rodriguez is oh plays Blanca. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, and Billy Porter's a treasure. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. It makes me so happy. Idia Moore is 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 oh my god. Yeah. She's, she's just fabulous. Like I feel like they all should be nominated. This yeah. show, entire show, should be. Like I, I, I was like they were robbed last year. Yeah. So this year, like because of what the topics and how intense like the acting is, I feel like they need to be nominated. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Such a talented, gifted cast. Uh, for me, what I'm into this week is I finally checked out um, "Too Old to Die Young," which is um, Nicholas Winding Refn's, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, his new show on Amazon Prime. Uh, I've been reading "Criminal" by Ed Brubaker, and he also wrote this. So when he's like, hey, I'm, I'm writing this, write this show, you might want to check it out. I was like, well, I'm in. I'll oh. check it out. And I watched the first episode, and I will say the first episode is like a, an hour and 30 minutes, oh uh, which I don't like for TV usually. However, this is well within my wheelhouse. This is a grimy crime thriller um, shot very slickly, very sleekly. And every time it kind of looks like it's going to go, it, it dabbles on a lot of lurid uh, pulpy material but every time it looks like oh we're doing one of those things it adds a twist so one of the ones where i was like Ugh, i don't know if i need this the <laughs> the main guy played by Miles teller who is a la county sheriff oh, cool. turns out he is um dating an underage girl mm. the classic like oh he's edgy might not be a good guy <laughs> and it's like Ugh. and then but then she tells her dad and so he has to do the classic boyfriend meets the dad thing and who's played by william baldwin and is one of the weirdest Wait, scenes Billy Baldwin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm plays, sorry Billy, you when, you said, Billy when you said William I was like is oh, that yeah. Billy Baldwin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my eyes I'm like is there another William Baldwin, Baldwin that we William, know William, yeah, yeah so it's it's played by him and it is it is it starts off obviously awkward because Miles Teller is supposed to be like 30 um and it, but then it it just the Billy Baldwin's character is so legitimately just insane like there's a moment where I'm like I don't I don't know. He like picks up a plush tiger and starts growling. It's like, I don't know what's happening right now. And so just the idea of like taking that classic, like edgy pulp thing. It's like, but now he has to meet the dad. You're like, that's actually pretty cool. Like Mm -hmm. that's actually something you don't normally see them go to that layer. And so it is not for everybody. It is definitely a lot slower than it necessarily needs to be. And, uh, uh, but if you're into like, Good time or any recent like I'm trying to widows just crime fiction stuff. It might be worth checking out or Drive obviously because it's the mm-hmm. same director. Oh. Um, I will say my only problem with it is that I don't think Miles Teller is the right person to lead the show. It definitely feels like it was written with like mm-hmm. a Ryan Gosling in mind, and maybe it's because mm-hmm. Miles Teller is too baby faced. It's yeah. like I'm just having trouble buying you as this like tough guy. Like I just I just don't see it. Uh, but other than that, if you're into if you're into that kind of crime thriller stuff, you might be into this too. Well, there you go. Is it worth the one hour and a half? For me, it was. For me, it was. I, and we'll did see it what other. Or did it drag? Oh, it's intentionally. I would imagine the script is about sixty pages. Because it's oh. definitely it's definitely like somebody just I, standing there staring at something while slow pan out for like, <laughs> 30, like, like a minute. You know what I mean? And it, it has its own rhythm. And if you're and if you can be into that, it's not as punishing as Only God Forgives which was another Nicholas uh, Winding Refn movie with Ryan Gosling that I could not get through because mm. it was too slow, I guess is the most generous way to describe it. This is not that, um, but it definitely is very deliberate. Let's say it, let's, yeah. let's say it that way. <laughs> well, hey, let's go ahead and pivot yes. a little bit and talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. This Yay. is the 23rd Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. It's the third Spider-Man 2. And Laura, we want to know what you thought. Spoiler-free first. We already gave our spoiler-free thoughts. It's all right. YouTube.com slash might be awesome. Um, Okay, so I... I, Okay, I'm going to start saying I did like Homecoming better Mm -hmm. because of the intro and all that stuff, but Far From Home did a great job as a sequel. Like, I felt like it... was a fun adventure. Um, the villain was great because it. I love. I love villains who have multiple like layers to them. Because mm-hmm. um, Marvel has a hard time really layering good villains, um, other than Loki and um, yeah. and like maybe recently they started doing re- really great um, villains. But their villains typically are one sided. But Spider Man has been consistent. Like Vulture was great in the yeah. first first one. This one Mysterio was really really like I love the detail of his his complexity of his yeah. personality um, and story. Um, so I felt like this, like it was a fun adventure. It was just fun to go through Peter's like um, emotions too. Cause like Tom Holland did such a great job 
um, post Infinity um, Endgame mm-hmm. that you you really felt his like what he was going through, um, and it was just overall just like really just uh, a smooth smooth ride I felt like, but I just I had some minor issues, but that's more like on uh, the background work like in um, some like I felt some things were forced. I don't know if that's a spoiler, but uh, maybe we can talk about that. The spoiler too, well, for sure. There, uh, I think I, I sometimes occasionally check out like an honest trailers, and I, they did a good job when they were looking at Guardians too. They're like, it, it's a movie that tells you when to laugh. It doesn't yeah. make a joke. It doesn't like tee it up for you to laugh at it. The characters in the movie laugh at it, so you should be laughing at it's it. It's almost yeah. like a laugh track without a laugh track. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 rough, and this movie has a similar feel to how those joke happened in that movie I'll say specifically maybe the teachers the teachers <laughs> oh my and, God. Some, and sometimes Ned even though I really like yeah. Ned sometimes Ned it was just like um, which is a bummer you know it's it's. Uh, I still really enjoy this movie I think I like Homecoming more as well mm-hmm. uh, that's only our opinion yeah. I actually preferred Far From Home to Homecoming personally yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. but uh, you know I I do agree that the villain is what makes this movie and they do you can clearly tell that they're really they're doing kind of bending over backwards sometimes to like make the villains more integral and important yeah. to these yeah. stories. They do, do also they have win a, all the time. No, not really. But this is a good villain. Yeah, yeah they also have the benefit they're able to use Spider-Man's villains, who I would argue has the best villains in the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mysterio is a fun totally. one too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? Okay, really quick, how would you rate it letter grade? Um, maybe B plus. B plus. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's where yeah, we yeah. ended too. We we're like B, B minus maybe, yeah. but like solid B. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. In the Bs. And I, it's at like a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes and you're like, oof. Yeah, that feels a little, because it's like one point below Endgame. It's like, well, ah, it feels a little high. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking maybe 87%. Yeah. I'd give it 87. Yeah, Just because fun. I had minor issues like like that spoiler-ish. Well, are we ready to dive? Because again, you can see our spoiler-free thoughts on Might Be Awesome, YouTube.com slash Might Be Awesome. Are we ready to, and it's also, this is coming at a weird time where it's, it's been out for a few days. For a probably, week. Yeah, yeah. you've probably already seen it at this point. I think we're ready. So let's, <laughs> let's slide into spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor and come back later. Please check it out later and listen to spoilers. So what are, diving into spoilers, what are some of your, your nitpicks? Um, so I didn't really notice this until um, it was celebrated on the red carpet and everything. Um, they, I mean, on, on screen there was like a student with a hijab, like wearing one, mm-hmm. and um, people of color in the background, and then there's an actual trans character um, who's a transgender. Oh. And um, I didn't know this because like watching it, it's just like, but Marvel was being kind of celebrated. They're like, oh my God, this is the first transgender character and everything. But the thing is like, they didn't have any speaking roles, yeah. and they were always in the background, just running. And like, if they had speaking roles where they had personality in the character, even a name, I felt like okay, this is like a big deal because you're we're showcasing it. But just having them in the background, it's kind of like here's some scraps we have these characters. So I kind of was like upset that they made it sound like oh, this is like a big deal, like all this stuff. But you yeah. gave like a background character very little to do. Um, I always have issues about that when people of color, like you want to showcase us, but you don't want to give us anything. So I kind of was like, oh, you didn't give any of these background people of color or or LGBT community people anything other than, oh, here, we're in the background. Yeah. Um, Scenery. I mean, the the movie itself has Ned and like, and MJ and, and like people of color, but it's just like, you're being celebrated for minor, more minor things. And we also have Remy Hee, the, um, Brad, new guy, so handsome, oh, so hot. So yeah, <laughs> it's banana- Wait, he, didn't he play like a thirty-two-year-old in Crazy Rich Asians? Like he was like running a studio or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he was actually young and he was a character. He's a twenty-five-year-old in oh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Gotcha. Because in my head, I was like, like if you said twenty-five, I'd be like, yeah, and if you said like thirty-five, I'd be like. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, I could yeah. buy it. Yeah, he's, he's actually thirty-two. Oh my um, god! Okay. But, hey, god bless Asian, him. He looks Asian great. don't raisin. Yeah. Asian <laughs> don't raisin. Yeah. So that's um, a new one. Yeah, hashtag uh, like Asian don't raisin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it, I felt like okay, you're you're kind of reaching when it comes to that. Um, another thing I, I had a problem with is I support MJ. I want Peter and MJ to hook up. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've always wanted that since Homecoming. Um, and I love Zendaya and every every and Tom Holland together. I want them together in real life. <laughs> um, but I felt like their relationship was forced mm. because in the beginning you are like, I want to get with MJ. I want to like this is the plan I have with MJ. And I'm just like, where did this happen? Yeah. And it it felt like it wasn't earned. That's a good 
Like I, felt I like, assumed that they wanted to get together in the last. That is not what happened. No, they were, man. She I was in the background, like whispering. And then she just smiled at, at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were both blipped. So I'm kind of like, where's the middle ground of when did Peter was like, I need to be with her. She has yeah. to be my girlfriend. And like, and then I was hoping that this movie, based on the trailers, like they just spent time together and they slowly, gradually had those feelings. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, it the, was earned. Yeah. Like I felt like this was kind of like because we want. Tom Holland and Zendaya together in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are like we want them to be together. It felt really forced. Like they were like, we're gonna have them together. Try to get together from the beginning to the end. Where I was like, I want to feel like they earned that relationship. Yeah. So I wanted him to be like, oh, she touched my hand. Like they they had moments of like feelings and then it gets stronger in the end where she helps him and he's just like she's the one yeah. and she, she's like he's the one um i wanted great. yeah i wanted it to feel earned i was saying i said in our spoiler free review um that i think i understand these movies desire to move away from like the angst of the previous incarnations um but i think they've gone so hard in the other direction that everything is like super lightweight no consequence whatever mm-hmm. like at the end of the last movie aunt may found out that he was spider-man and then they both get erased from existence for five years. And if you cut out both those from the movie, it would have no effect on this movie yeah. at all. Uh, and it's like, those feel like things that maybe cut out a few of the dad jokes from the teachers and spend some time building up the relationship between Peter and MJ. Having, I was just thinking the other day, it's like, as much as I love J.B. Smoove, maybe instead of having him along, maybe have Aunt May be a, uh, a uh, one of, like, uh, yeah. Chaperone. Yeah, a, cha- a chaperone. Because I miss the days of, like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be the same of, of Aunt May, like, raising Peter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she, also, de- but you could bring up a good point dealing with it, because if you just cut off literally just the beginning of the movie, it, not, nothing and changes. It doesn't need, yeah. we don't need the same, like, oh, no, should he? She doesn't need to be like, no, Peter, you can't. But, like, engaged with him as a caretaker would, like, trying to understand each other. Just some of that emotional depth that is somebody that likes Peter Parker and likes Spider-Man, that's that's what attracts you to the character. Like, yeah. the costume, the powers are cool, but it's the relationships with the whatever his love interest is, with, his, with Aunt May, who's raising him. That stuff, it's like, that stuff matters and makes the movie matter more, whereas these movies, the big relationship that is kind of the fulcrum is Peter Parker with Tony Stark, and it's like, that doesn't matter as much to me like as the mcu as a whole it matters i don't care i just want spider-man be spider-man you know what i mean like i will agree with you on that that i did wish that aunt may but i felt like the theme of the movie was who is the next tony stark yeah and that um that was necessary to have because um it kind of shows peter's life without because without tony and how he could go on without tony yeah um, so I felt like when that movie happened, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Like the whole theme is finding yourself and finding your purpose. Um, and that's why I went in the end when he was outed, kind of reflected how Tony, Tony outed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, this is going to be how he's, he paves the way as outed as an, as the outed superhero, just like Tony outed himself, like yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this was a forest outed, but yeah. still like now he, it's out there. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that just followed kind of like parallels, like Iron Man and like, he's not, the, he's not the next Tony Stark, but at least he kind of knows like, I'm going to make him proud. I'm going to figure out a way to make my own superhero. Like, cause when, um, happy said, you're, he wanted you to be better than him. Yeah, I was like, okay, this whole theme was just Peter Parker finding himself either as a student because he was like, oh, I want to be a regular student and a superhero. Yeah, I kind of wish they reiterated what that meant to be the next Iron Man because they just kind of kept saying it, and you're like, well, you mean the guy to put on the suit? And also, that and, fits anybody. And, we know. Yeah, and also, yeah. and also, 100 Black Panther's the next Iron Man. Are you kidding? Yeah. Why are you <laughs> handing like Peter? a yeah why, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah? why are you handing a murder satellite to a 16 year old? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I think for me, for me this movie felt like it was emphasizing more who's the next Tony Stark and I'd rather emphasize more who is Peter Parker yeah and I don't, I don't like that these one thing that bothers me with these movies is is it feels it makes Spider-Man feel like he's Iron Man's supporting character and it's like but he's Spider-Man like mm-hmm. he's his own dude you know well I was mainly the focus that I like is if you kind of took the idea of what Iron Man meant to the world because they don't really mm-hmm. talk about that Oh, yeah. He made the sacrifice. Yeah. Cap, Cap did too. Like Cap made a sacrifice. Natasha made a sacrifice. But they don't. They Vision. only talk about. He's in the. He's in the presentation at the beginning. The blurry. The one frame from his vlog that he yeah, had yeah, of yeah. him flying in of the space robot Jesus yeah. that came in. Um, I get why he was killed. He was very hard to write for. Um, big fan though. But uh, I like the idea of just talking about the symbolism of the world does know what 
Tony did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To as much as what a human being can understand that <laughs> wishing stones yeah. made people come back to life. Yeah. Um, and aliens exist, by the way. And yeah. time travels exist. We have well, a, we have a we've watch known, that we've can known do about it. Aliens. We've and known he's about been to aliens. space, bitch. Yeah. 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 He's been we, to space. We've known about aliens since the first Avengers. True. But the yeah. idea of the, the, thing, the things Tony Stark would do, the lengths that he would go to be the hero that the world is celebrating him for, which yeah. you can see because every major city they go to has a mural of Iron Man. Yeah. So cool because that's how much it means. They don't talk about that though. They're just like, yeah, but like, who's going to wear it? Who can fit the glasses on their face better? (laughs) But also remember, Tony knew he was a hero because even dead, I'm the hero. I was like, oh my God. You can get the Tony Stark isms in there too, which is good. It's good. uh, It's the the foundation of the MCU. Um, Also, you didn't need to make this international movie. It could have been like, we went to. DC again. Yeah. Or we're going to LA. Or we're going to go to the Space Needle in Seattle. Like, it doesn't. The international stuff. The best joke, I think, uh, besides Venice, so yeah. you could have Hydro Man. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that or, whole sequence where he's trying to hide his identity while also trying to take care of yeah. water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> web up the water. That's also something <laughs> I, I really liked about this movie. It's a bummer whether we did a spoiler free review because all the stuff I liked was technically spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool to have each confrontation Spider Man had to think his way out of it mm-hmm. as opposed to like punch real hard. Really cool seeing him try to web up lava and just seeing yeah. the webs melt all yeah, the way yeah. up. But you were talking about Venice, Hydro Man. Venice, but like, yeah, there's no reason to really the the international aspect of this because nothing was celebrated really in each region yeah. except for the Netherlands is a nice place probably. But mm. then they parked the jet on the on an international monument. Yeah. <laughs> they parked oh on. My God. They used. To, I know the Netherlands is small, but it's not that small of a country. <laughs> like, go park on the street. Yeah. Blow down the windmill. <laughs> like, do anything. Don't park in the flowers. Are you kidding me? I did like how they said like everyone's nice because that's how it is. It feels like so, it. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I want to go there now mm-hmm. and like experience the niceness of everyone I yeah. also like the idea now that Tony Stark's gone so everyone's clinging to a new hero so Night Monkey we got Night Monkey everyone yeah. everyone across an entire continent now knows <laughs> Night Monkey's out Night there Night Monkey's a thing uh-huh. I, I really like for me the movie was fine and then the Mysterio reveal happens, which, by the way, the, him handing the Mysterio glasses felt really like, oh, Peter's just dumb now. Yeah, Peter's Peter just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Peter's just an idiot. But once that happened and we got the reveal of not only what Mysterio's plan was, what his relationship was with I, I, I love the the going back to the barf technology yeah. and of course somebody some IT guy in the back was pissed was about that. The guy world. from the first Iron Man movie and then it's a team that makes Mysterio happen. All of that, everything from that moment on for me was gold because yeah. you got the the illusions, mm-hmm. which was some of the best sequences in the movie. Amazing. You got uh, Mysterio's real costume, which was the CG dot suit, which I want that a- the action figure of Jake Gyllenhaal in that with this the stupid <laughs> the little helmet. There's yeah, gonna be a yeah, yeah. Which, of that. by the way, in the interviews, Jake Gyllenhaal would say like, "Oh, I l- I'd wear the inter- we'd wear the costume all over set, and we had to get it off of him." I'm like, I hope to God you are actually meaning the pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> That's so easy for you. Yeah. I, 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 of course you. Do uh, there was never a moment where they didn't cut back to I can't remember the, her name but where she's steaming the cape that I didn't find oh hilarious. She's like, like Karen yeah, yeah, oh my god, get that cape steamed. I yeah. know. I was like, do we want me to still steam it? Yeah. 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 Keep steaming oh it. Yeah. Get it ready. Yeah. Make sure it's ready to go. <laughs> the, uh, the only uh, the vi- the visuals it's kind of like Doctor Strange going through the multiverse times ten. It's it felt like it, it's this is Spider Man's version of that and it was amazing. Oh my God. The and you can imagine the the covers from like the nineties with like Mysterio holding his like head as like a snow globe. Amazing, loved it. <sighs> the only the only tiny nitpick I have about that is that we got it too late in the movie and then when we got it again it was the hallway scene which is cool but I would throw they really tried to trick us with the multiverse stuff in Sony you did this like you have this whole Spider-Man vertical top like tap into what they did uh, creatively in Spider-Verse whenever anything from another universe came over to a different universe they'd glitch out yeah when when you have these elementals here, you have Mysterio here, he doesn't have to glitch out, but have like the world around where this thing just breached through or whatever. Yeah. Have have some distortion. Have like, oh, it's not illusions, but like reality's breaking apart. Oh no, it fits yeah. the narrative. If anyone believes that these things are happening now, you can throw in a few like bells and whistles. I, also, I think the idea of utilizing the illusion tech a little earlier yeah. mm-hmm. would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I felt like um the like it was late in the game because then I was just like, it kind of drags on in the beginning. I'm like, okay, this is about his, his school trip. And mm-hmm. then the mysterious thing, I'm just like, oh, I need more of that. And, and he, I mean, but the thing is, I question, I'm like, wouldn't people recognize him as Quentin Beck, the guy who worked for Stark? 
<laughs> like, looking, uh, I mean, maybe the only people that really knew about him are now working with him on the whole Mysterio brand. Yeah, but yeah. at the end, oh, you, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think at the end, it wasn't Quentin Beck who revealed that um, Spidey was um, with Peter Parker. I feel like it was the guy with the glasses, uh, Ralphie because, from Christmas yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like because um, he downloaded the chip, and yeah. like Quentin didn't have time to t- reveal it. So I feel yeah. like that guy totally hope, did stuff. I hope Quentin Beck's not dead though. He was so good. Like you can't yeah. keep introducing these great villains you finally the MCU finally gets good villains and then you kill like Black Panther had two and they killed both of them before the end of the movie and it's like come on man keep Ugh. save some of it you can't have another Loki come on yeah Killmonger was the best villain that ever. would have been no. cool to yeah. keep Michael B. Even, Jordan on retainer just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Pop him up. oh my god Killmonger no, was no great but even a Killmonger movie but like I want Michael B. I, Jordan to but be even around. Claw was so much he was having such a blast being the bad guy yeah. it's like don't kill him off like, I, I mean great. it's a waste of Andy Circus too yeah um, and 100%. Michael Bay Jordan deserves to like Michael Bay, yeah. Michael Bay, Jordan. Michael Bay. I heard you, and I was like, Michael oh, I Bay, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jordan. Uh, he deserves to play Killmonger again because, like, he's just so good. Which you know, there, there's been those talks where it's like he might pop up in like mm. the astral plane or, or spiritual yeah. hangout clubhouse. Wherever they I also go. want Michael B. Jordan to be able to get his own. I know there was talks of like maybe he'll play Superman next. No, let him be. Let him be a character that gets to be his. Yeah. I don't want him to just be. Oh, he's the Black Superman. Like, let him. I, I don't know what character that would be, but it'd be cool that he finally. Like this gets to be his hero character. That's that's his. Be cool. Yeah. Because uh, he's earned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got a few questions here. We got um, Catherine. Were you able to tell that Nurk Fury wasn't Nick Fury? If not, how surprised were you during the credit scene? Boy, I'll tell you my well, my Nick pick before I knew this. Yeah. He was dumb. Stupid. Also, great great point when you bring up that people should have recognized Quentin Beck. Uh, there's no way the real Nick Fury doesn't know all of the high-profile people inventing, like, sci-fi tech. He would know Quentin Beck. But, of course, Talos doesn't know who Quentin Beck is. And it just, it it forgives slightly a lot of the dumb aspects of Nick Fury because it's like he they bring up he's the most paranoid person on the planet and yeah. the person who has a contingency plan for his contingency plan yeah how does he not how is he getting fooled right now yeah and yeah. I, I like the reveal also the setup of I didn't mention this when we did like uh, we did like a kind of breakdown of the post credit scenes which I want to ask you about but I like the idea that maybe he's setting up like hammer in space the shield equivalent yeah. of well with shield in space yeah, yeah. it'd be yeah. fun be kind of cool but what about you um well i when he was stupid where the ghosted thing and he's like you don't ghost and like he's like i'll call he'll call you when happy said that like mm-hmm. um and he goes he better like i knew for like i knew that beforehand too like he was kind of stupid like mm-hmm. i'm like nick fury is not stupid nick fury knows everything he's level what is eight nine for security clearance like oh, yeah. the highest one so i'm like he he's not dumb um, he he would he would know right off the bat, so I, I kind of was like, okay, this is weird. This is off character. Like when he blipped back, um, he like I, I don't think anything would have happened to him, but it made sense in the end where I'm like, it, I can forgive that now, like because yeah. Thanos is kind of like he's a fun character, he's a whimsical yeah. character. So I feel like okay, that makes sense that he was, um, because like I wouldn't have believed it. I'll be like, that's that's sort of something I would write off as like this is not out of character. Um, but when he when Nick Fury showed up at the end. Um, like I, I, I did listen to your, I, I watched your, your thing where you said like, watch it, it's really good. Um, <laughs> um, secret, uh, secret invasions. I totally was. I expected that at the end when mm-hmm. I saw the, the crew, um, all the scrolls uh, on the ship. I was yeah. like, oh my god, we're gonna get secret invasion. We've everyone's been asking for it. Yeah. Um, and also how um, they were like, oh, there's refugees, but there's refugees everywhere. So I feel like they, they brought them all together. And kind of are working with them, and then there's going to be factions that are going to be bad. It'd be interesting if if they flip Secret Invasion, where Nick Fury just has a bunch of scrolls on, underground, that. and they're actually not bad, but everybody has a fucking panic attack oh, about yeah. the fact that there's aliens in. So it's like, oh, now we have to we actually have to save these scrolls that Nick Fury kind of like he was just being a little too clandestine oh, right yeah. now. If he installed. Scrolls not just on Earth, yeah. but on other planets too, so we can get that kind of information and figure out what's been happening for the past five years. Yeah. Not just not just terrestrially, like yeah. galactically. And yeah. you're like, oh, Nick Fury is the smartest man in the world. You're the, yeah. you're the villain, actually. No, I, I also <laughs> wonder, do you guys think that was planned ahead of time, or do you think Kevin Feige watched the movie like, oh, Nick Fury is too dumb. We got to explain this, and so then they last minute no, made I've, the scroll I, call. I feel like they wanted the scrolls part of it yeah. because it's going to enter into Phase Four. Yeah. Peter, this this movie is the last of Phase Three. Yeah. They need a tie-in. 
Yeah. So I feel like they were like at the end of they knew they knew this way from the beginning, like how they want it all to intertwine. And I know that they they're gonna intertwine phase four into yeah. this too. Uh just asking purely your opinion, did you feel that Spider Man Far From Home was the end of phase three or did Endgame the end of the saga feel like a better ending to the story? It's a better ending. Um, but I don't think Endgame would have had a good post credit that because like we're emotionally drained by the time Endgame happened. Yeah, so this True. is basically a movie long post credit. This scene. was like this is a, a post credit movie. Yeah, that they were like, okay, we'll 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 have this so it could tie in. Yeah, um, because Endgame is just emotionally draining. Three hours and like, yeah. you lose like so many major characters that like oh here's to prepare you, give you another heart attack since yeah. you're like and it's just it's it would be too much I think. It, it was weird that when they played like the memorial thing, by the way, I loved it, thought it was very funny. But it is weird when it's sense. just like Tony Stark, Cap, Black Widow, and Vision, you're like, was that it? That makes it seem not as bad as it what felt about like all when you're like, like the Wakandan soldiers. And also, I gotta say, just one more time, uh, the blip is a dumb name for what happened, man. It makes everything. That's one of those moments where like you're treating this way too light because for one, that's not what they were calling it for the five years everybody was gone. Yeah. And there's definitely like parents that lived without their kids there's definitely there was probably wars that started over people probably committed suicide it's like ah the blip ah. And like in this well, world because like there's so many world ending events we just have to come up with cute names because if we <laughs> have to grapple with it for two seconds our <laughs> brains would explode and everyone would commit that's suicide. a good well, point we have the peter tingle in yeah, this yeah, one yeah, yeah. Then, um but i feel like the blip was more a high school term because like because in, in Endgame, Captain America had a support group of like people de- being depressed by what happened. Yeah. And I feel like in high school, they're kind of like, we're trying to make this lighthearted and make it a little funny because Peter, like Spider-Man, is meant to be a little lighthearted. Yeah. I was fine with it as a high school. The way Betty phrases is as, is, is as if that's like the official name that yeah. global like governments are calling it. And, and it's like, Happy said that, too. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you need a stronger name. That's... Uh, the, my go-to is like it's like calling 9-11 the owie it's like kind of undersells yeah. what happened but anyway DJ yes do you know animals yeah are, are you familiar with spiders yes we're talking about spider-man let's talk about spiders for a second they're mm-hmm. known for spinning their own web Tobey yes. Maguire made his own web like the little freak he is mm-hmm. in the first movie yeah now let's talk about a different kind of web perfect yes. segue to the World Wide Web. www.worldwideweb.com. Yeah, and you could make that website for yourself. You probably can't. It's probably, probably, it probably taken. With and now, be, also be careful if you go there because we don't know what's we there. Don't know what, yeah. We can't endorse that website, but yeah. we can endorse yes. Wix.com. Now, Wix is the perfect website used by over 140 million people who are trying to create their very own website. You can start and publish for free and choose from over 500 Stunning templates or start from scratch. DJ, yes. you wiggled your way onto the web and yes. made our very own website, OnlyStupidAnswers.com. Yes, and I made that website. I made a website for my comic, and I used Wix to do it, and it was actually tremendously easy. I was very intimidated to get in there, but they made it work for me. Uh, you have all the stuff you need, galleries, menus, different lists and buttons to make a website that works as functional, looks good, so that when you're trying to market yourself to others, they have a place, or your product to others, they have a place to go that makes you look professional. All sites include built-in SEO tools, and everything is automatically optimized for any device, desktop or mobile. It allows you to look at what it would look like on a normal um, computer screen or also on your mobile phone because a lot of people visit websites off their phone which is tremendously helpful Um, the editor is super easy to use and it has a drag and drop builder which makes everything super accessible and if you want all of that and everything that wix has to offer you can go to wix.com slash podcast to get w-i-x dot com slash podcast and that gets you 10 percent off everything wix has to offer so i highly recommend if you're trying to build a website you're trying to look good even if you're trying to like ask a girl out to prom or just look impressive in general you want to make your own website go to wix.com slash podcast so you can get 10 percent off i wish my life was drag and drop it's just so easy mm-hmm what, how would you describe your life? Make a web, if, if the first person to make a website called Sam's Life and there's drag and drop options like go to college. Okay. Have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, he went for a run today. Yeah. Drag drop. Boom. Let me know. You'll get a nice follow on Twitter, another <laughs> website, 
Thank you, Wix. Now back to the show. Zroll13 says, what do you think Vulture is going to do now that Peter's identity has been revealed? I'd like to broaden that question is what happens now that Peter identities are, I, Peter's identity is revealed? Also, oh, he, God, he knew. God, yeah, bless, he knew. God bless them for getting uh, J.K. Simmons back for J. Jonah Jameson. Oh God, Even if this is it, this is the, for one, it has such an effect on Peter. Great. So it doesn't matter if he shows up again. At least the one time he showed up had major ramifications. And also just, yes, thank you. Please. Uh, Sony, you made a great choice. Because now comics are copying it. And Spider-Man PS4 game did a great job with this. If... It, newspapers are are changing with the times, yes. but also That's a somewhat generous as, way of phrasing. Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but as as we, such an extreme personality as like J. Jonah Jameson, and the way you can just envision his political ideals, I'm like, yes, he would have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yes, and it would be, and it would be so toxic, and yeah. like there'd be, you has he has silver linings every once in a yeah. while because yeah. he's a human being, and yeah. like, but overall, yeah. it like they even say the contra- controversial news site, the Daily Bugle. And yeah, I, I really appreciate it's one that. of my favorite aspects of just the way they characterize J. Jonah in the comics is that he's not a good person but he has his moments even even in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies he wasn't going to out Peter to Green Goblin there's just moments where it's like ah you know what there's some things you're okay about but anyway so what what now now that people know well one Vulture is still in jail so I don't think yeah. it makes any it affects anything because even that voice at the end of Homecoming was like who like what can you tell me and, mm-hmm. and Vulture's like nothing yeah. I, no matter what he stays in jail he's gonna like even five years later because yeah. I don't even know when his parole was but he tried to kill a whole bunch um, of people so yeah. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably life in, in, in prison maybe but, he got blipped and they're like well I guess you served your time being erased from existence <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah <laughs> maybe he was blipped down but I um, but another thing with uh with Jameson like I felt like it was great to see him because when Peter was in high school Jameson was an editor yet mm-hmm. so the fact that like maybe in t- as time goes on Jameson becomes editor and Peter works for him yeah. and it's like kind of the same timeline uh, where um, Jameson was a reporter edit- like a minor editor yeah. mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like oh this- maybe we might see him more in the future because like he's a podcaster and like newscaster journalist yeah. so just pay him to yeah. use his voice we don't need to pay yeah, him to show I, his face I, like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need this like but I just I love J.K. Simmons so um, but that, that itself like now that the world knows like like I know you guys talked about this in your um, post credit but I feel like um, the scrolls will have to deal with him, his reveal. I feel yeah. like one of them is going to be like, "I'm Peter Parker," and like, kind of like the identities which are yeah. with everyone now. I Some like of that crazy Quentin Beck hologram tech. We have yeah. the setup: the Scorpion is here. Matt Gargan played by Beck, Beck in um, Homecoming. Same Homecoming. actor he's from. He plays uh, um, Nacho in uh, Better Call Saul. Yes, uh, I'll look up his name as we talk about okay. this. But they set that up, and in comics, famously, J. Jonah Jameson is Makes responsible him, for yeah. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. So now that Peter's outed. I could see that him being responsible for that, working with companies now to create a scorpion-like suit. Yeah. But also, this is this goes deep. Yeah. You know how Alex Jones sells like all that fake, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. fake like like bone yeah, yeah. medicine yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's like get. Yeah. Supplements, supplements, Sam. There's supplements. Oh, yeah, supplements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Supplements. Air quotes. Alex Jones. Okay, yeah. InfoWars. Oh, that guy. What, yeah. what if he, what if he like, <gasps> made like a fake kind of thing, but it's clearly like poison? It's what makes Scorpion go crazy. crazy. Oh, my Let me God. throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. <laughs> it would be so it would be so weird, and it would be put Alex Jones on too big of a platform. It but, would. Yeah. One, by the way, I like I, I like this twist because it aligns Spider-Man with more the Spider-Man that I want to see more of. In, in the MCU specifically, because since this is the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, you want the iconic Spider-Man in this universe. Mm-hmm. I want to see, like, the Spider-Man. The police are after him. You know what I mean? He's been outed, which is something we haven't seen before and could be really interesting. Hopefully it's not like Aunt May finding out where it's like, oh, that happened, and we yeah. all just move on as if it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> um, and so he's on the run. What if this is how they're like, well, now the people he helped put away, we don't know if that counts. We need to try and stop mm-hmm. him. And so this is the excuse to create the Sinister Six. Like, they assemble... People that have gone, the vulture, hopefully, <gasps> fingers That's crossed, really Mysterio, Shocker, uh, Scorpion, and two others. Uh, <laughs> and maybe you can introduce, maybe that is the time to to pull from the games. And it's like we have Osborne, but instead of being ahead of Oscorp, he's the mayor of New York. And so he's like, we need to stop Spider-Man. And Jay Jonah, Jonah Jameson's like, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. And so All now we get up. the... We get the Sinister Six for the last movie because you could do something really cool with Spider-Man being that outgunned. Yeah, it could be really cool. I feel like that's going to be a lot though in one movie. No. So I feel like if they're gonna- well, in this movie we <laughs> yeah. had the vacation, all his classmates, Shield agents, uh, Mysterio. It's like they like to pack a lot into these. Yeah, in these but movies. Sinister Six would be like 
a three-hour movie, I feel like, for yeah. Endgame. Because, like, even though it packed, uh, it had one villain still, and one yeah. villain that revolved. With Sinister Six, you're, either you're going to revolve around, like, each one of them, kind of, or you're going to miss out on some of them and have just two major ones. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you need to introduce each one. So maybe the next movie will be another one from the Sinister Six, and then eventually, like, a yeah. u- like ultimate, like, Spider-Man and maybe Avengers kind of mixed thing. But if you were to just put the sinister, sinister Six, I feel like you'll miss out on some personalities because you're trying to, like, give each one fair game. Well, no, let's hold on this, though. Hold, think about this. So we've already introduced a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if we wanted to go Vulture, right? Yeah. Shocker, Scorpion, Mysterio. And then if you wanted Osborne to be the one that puts them together, wait, who's the last one? What about Tom Hardy's Venom? Ooh. Oh, sorry. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. Hold on. No? Kevin Feige's not picking up the phone. Hold on. I wait, don't know. Hold on. Wait, what if I told you Woody Harrelson's carnage is waiting at the outside the building to shoot right wait, now? So that's it. That's that's the six, right? So the four I mentioned from the past movies, okay. plus Woody Harrelson's carnage, plus that wig Morbius. on his head. Plus the wig on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, yeah. Matt Smith. Van- no. <laughs> and it brings back your your love for yeah. um, uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you just see like Morbius fly down, you're like, I, I can't even. I'm sorry, wait, we're we're all against vampires here, right? Like, we can take out the vampire. Uh, here, you know what I'd pitch? Yeah. Tinkerer's just doing his he's own. Just tinkering. He's tinkering away. Yeah. I don't think he got arrested for anything. Give him a cut. He, he, maybe he's made a few gadgets and gizmos. A plenty. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, what is that I see? A rhino suit? Why not? Uh, you got a backpack with some forearms on it? That's Doc Ock. Yeah. <laughs> is there any emotional weight to the character? Mm-mm. He's just going to put on that backpack the- and he's going to go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you were to say one, one villain, who, who would be your go-to for the third one? If we're, if we're not going Sinister Six, we're just doing another. We did Vulture, Ooh. we did Mysterio, now we're doing... I've always loved Doc Ock because like, he, has, he has many layers to him in the comic books. Yeah. Um, and he, he was so great. Um, Melina was great in so the good. original. It was pretty perfect casting. Yeah. It was the best casting like, ever. Let's just bring him back, too. Yeah, let's just call it back. But like, I, I just felt like, oh my god, he, he was such a great villain in the Spider-Man movies and also in the comic books. Um, you can't go wrong. And also in Into the Spider-Verse, like they, their own version of Doc Ock was like amazing. So good. And, and an amazing reveal. Yeah. Their reveal great reveal. So oh my God. But like, I, I've always loved that character for Spider-Man as a villain, but I also love um, Kirk. Um, oh, Doctor... Um, the, the lizard? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. His backstory of wanting to heal himself and his arm, one arm and then, you know, yeah. becoming him like the character. I'm just like, that that's a good that's a good background story, but um, but I feel like that's later in, in Peter's life too. Yeah. He's an adult. Wait, is this too much? Let me know if this is too much. Going back to the Sinister Six, uh, and we brought back J.K. Simmons's whatever. Whatever. What if we have Mayor Osborne, but we bring back Willem Dafoe to play oh Mayor Osborne, and we and we have Doc Ock, but it's Alfred Molina. Oh my god! And it's just and we just like yeah, this is just who they are in this universe, and we're just rolling with it. I don't, it's too much. I, I won't say I, I don't hate it. Okay. Uh, Danny Boy's saying I need Craven and get Batista to play Craven. I don't know how uh, Batista because he's already part of the MCU. Oh, that's true. Huh? Yeah, that's he's, he's already, already part, part of the MCU. MCU. I've always <laughs> he's a huge famously. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, he's I, a huge part of the yeah. MCU. Uh, I would. I've also and we've already used him in an MCU movie, but Matt Mickelson I always thought would be great at Craven because he <gasps> also you know, the yeah, MCU. You don't though. see it a lot. Yeah, you don't see it in Doctor Strange, but his physicality is insane like he's got fight scenes in Hannibal that are nuts have you seen his dance moves he could dance like really? he, he could just like backflip into a split Whoa. he was a dancer before he became an actor That's so you could insane. google Matt Mickelson uh, dancing he did ballet yeah and so he was always, he did that flips, makes sense. two black flips into a split you know what though <laughs> boom Craven would be a good choice because you could say well Spider-Man's a problem we need somebody to go capture Spider-Man so we're gonna hire this famous uh, you'd have to he couldn't just be a famous hunter you know, famous but like this people hunter yeah. <laughs> Craven yeah. yeah but like maybe maybe you make him he's a big game hunter but he's also a bounty hunter so we hire him because he's been you know proven and him and Chameleon are related Mm-hmm. So maybe Chameleon can get in there. Maybe oh. that's another way you can be like, uh, Spider Peter Parker's not Spider-Man. Never mind. <laughs> we used flip him tool. We flipped yeah. around. We... Look, he's here. Um, <laughs> look there. Uh-oh. Before we wrap two up, places. <laughs> uh, we got Booch says, since the, there are rumors of Spidey, uh, Spidey and Venom crossover, do you think the mid credit scene is how they get that to happen? I'm assuming is the reveal of his identity. Tom Hardy's Venom thinks he's a bad guy and they fight. I don't know if they'll ever tie it together. Um, I definitely don't think it, with the way Feige answered that question, he's like, "Oh, that's on." Sony. Basically, it was implied that, like, yeah, whenever Sony gets the character back, they can do whatever they want with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want that, um, but you know, it, it, 
I do just because I love Venom and I love Tom Hardy as Venom. Listen, I'm okay uh, acknowledging that maybe we can have Tom Hardy's Venom and then maybe the Venom movie may or may not actually tie into the MCU movies, but it's Tom Hardy as Venom. Because that I love Venom as a character. I love. I would love to see Tom Holland Spider Man against Tom Hardy's Venom. I feel like t- Venom is a little darker, and it's very different from the Spider Man films that we have, and the Venom films that they want to do is a little bit like yeah. totally not the same kind of feels. And like, if they're gonna add Venom, they're gonna have to cast someone new because Tom Hardy is totally like a little darker than like I feel like his like I mean his. His personality just seems a lot darker, and his acting seems darker than what Spider Universe would be. Yeah, you're not wrong because but the 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 MCU sometimes is weirdly darker than we remember. remember Iron mean, Man's blowing people's hearts out like with yeah, this also, like, arc reactor. Oh, like and, this and is then, bad. And yeah. then also, um, Karen Gillan's like tortured in both Infinity War and Endgame. Like yeah. pretty like she's pulled apart in Infinity War. She is, but yeah. robot, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just saw like Wakanda and soldiers blown up, just blown to pieces. Mm-hmm. Twice, no. <laughs> one by their own king, yeah. and then again by aliens. But you're not wrong, though. One is the cannibal. Yeah. So we haven't really got, we haven't dabbled with cannibalism. Yeah, yet. give it time, though. Phase six or whatever, we'll yeah. get there. See, I, I see. I feel those were like minor things that Marvel kind of had. Like they were like, oh, we blo- we killed people, we blew up them up, yeah. and the 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 war between the, uh, Thanos and everyone just killed a lot of people. But Venom has consistently be, been like. Darkness, darkness, darkness. Yeah. Like, kill, kill, kill. Like, I feel like it's just difficult to tie in that Venom into the Spider-Man world. Yeah. But we have a different Venom. Like, a dither, and again, love Tom Hardy's Venom, even though Venom movies kind of, like, had issues. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they need a new, a whole new feel of Venom. Um, someone that they could really um, bring out multiple layers to as, a, yeah. as an actor. Because with Jake Gyllenhaal, he's... he's Mm-hmm. And, and like Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Keaton, so, yeah. so good. But Tom Hardy, I feel like he's just too brute mm-hmm. to be a side character. He should be a main character, like Venom. Yeah, yeah it's think. interesting. Like, um, um, it's also kind of a bummer because this version of Spider-Man is is in a perfect position to utilize Venom because he's mm-hmm. going to space. He's in crossovers. Yeah. All the stuff that you, all the stuff that would seem like insane to set up in a Spider-Man movie. This Spider-Man exists in a universe where that could happen. Like he's hanging out with scrolls for crying out. He yeah. doesn't know, but he's hanging out with scrolls. A, you know? yeah. a lot, a room full. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think maybe just the best answer for how they've set up such a big conflict for Spider-Man. I like him versus the city, or him mm-hmm. versus maybe the Avengers for a second. Maybe not. You know, like because yeah. it's like there's no way he killed. There's no way he. They they know better. Yeah, they know this dipshit little kid didn't yeah. accomplish this whole thing. No, but remember, Captain America was villain number one of. Of like of of the world, like they yeah. for like a day or two. Wanted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and him and his team. So everyone's like, we're gonna put him in prison at this on this island. So I feel like Spider Man's believable as like yeah. his villain too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you got a good point, and I I, I kind of like I like the idea of diving into yeah. that for at least a movie and sending a team after him is interesting. You mm-hmm. know, like sending like groups of people yeah. of like people the government has put together or if you want to go a little crazy and be like, yeah, at the raft we actually have like a, a bunch of other powered people. Like Electra was an, just an accident we made mm-hmm. and then uh, Jamie Foxx is back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, his tooth gap got fixed with electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah let's just bring back all the old actors we can. Alfred Molina Stock Yeah, yeah, yeah. The we, electricity <laughs> moved. <laughs> Willem, Willem Dafoe is Mayor Osborne, but he's not. He doesn't act Green Goblin yet. But Alfred Molina is back as Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. Then we have the people we introduced in these movies. Do you want James Franco in it at all? Dane DeHaan. He is way less busy, yeah. <laughs> and so he'll come flying in with his thing, yeah. his whatever he had going on, and yeah. then the last shot is Morbius flying down. I don't know what Morbius does. I mean, another thing yeah. is, I mean, you know, Ned Ned gets his namesake. Ned is 100% ganky, but his namesake is is a hobgoblin. Yeah. So I don't know if they would ever try and do, like, Friend Becomes Enemy sort of remix. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Hey, I don't know how they would set that up at this point. It feels like baby seeds steps, you, sh- you should have laid in this movie if you're going to do that anytime soon. But yeah, yeah. But I do like the idea that you said that, like you, when, uh, like you guys said that next movie will be a team. 
that will try to get him, like yeah. the anti-heroes who are trying to, like, they think they're doing the right thing, yeah. trying to get him. And that would introduce a whole line of heroes and, like, or villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that idea of, like, this whole movie of, of him just running away and trying to save the world, but also tr- trying to, like, ch- like, kind of save himself, his identity again. Yeah, it's also a good way to show, like, especially with uh, characters like Spider-Man and Daredevil when it's like, I gotta protect my identity. It's a little abstract. And this is a good way to, like, oh, no, this was actually a good idea. If you're not, like, a billionaire or a a famous super soldier, not letting people know who you are is probably a good call in the superhero game. Well, also, it's like, his name's Peter Parker. Here's a picture. And you're like, oh, my God, there's no way to hide. (laughs) Oh, my God, you can't go anywhere. You are so screwed. But... uh, It'd be funny if they make a joke about another Peter Parker whose life is just ruined just because he has the same name. As Peter. <laughs> you don't want like, to see the, picture, the pictures in the video? And it's like, I don't know, man. Your name's Peter Parker. He might be your cousin. You might know something. But it'd be great to introduce Miles because of five I, years. I heard you guys talk about him. Yeah. Five years, he could be older now, mm-hmm. so it could be a chance to introduce him again. A little bit more of Peter just because, again, Miles is... Yeah, everything true. in Spider-Verse is so perfect right now. Just let him have his little perfect Spider-Verse, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, where he gets to be... He's not. He's nobody's second string. He gets to be his guy. Yeah. You know? Took down Kingpin in a really cool way. Yeah. And they saved the, the multiverse. Scary, yeah. very big kingpin. Very yeah. the biggest. Yeah. King. I hope he comes live action. He's just <laughs> oh my god! Enormous. I want it to be where his head. Oh my god! So it's tiny. like King Kong. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! He's knocking down buildings. <laughs> he can't go. Well, hold on! He can't go inside. Yeah. It's easy. There's no. There's physically yeah, there's no doors. No sideways. Did he goes sideways. He goes I don't, yeah, I don't know his in. width. I don't know how far <laughs> he is from bow to stern. I just know the sides. But anyways, guys, let us know what you think about the future of Spider-Man, Peter Parker. If you want Miles, you want Sinister six let us know laura where can people find you um you can find me on twitter you can tweet at me when i said things i said um at l s i r i k u l l circle um i'm i'm always posting where i, I write stuff too and so and i also write for nerds of color and um nerd reactor um regularly so if you can find me there um yeah i'm always on twitter so you can always tweet at me very cool a dj at DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. At Sam Bash, we got new stuff coming out at youtube.com slash might be awesome. Check out patreon.com because we have a new show called Aww. Aww. Anime We Watch. It's three W's, uh, or two W's, mm-hmm. no one A. And we have some special guests coming on. Our first series that we're talking about is My Hero Academia, and we have Emma Five coming on to come talk about I it with her. us. And it is, uh, we're diving, we're diving deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going, we're going in head first. We're going swimming, and I hope you guys can join us. I'm very excited. Also, you guys have told us to watch this forever. I'm excited to learn more about it is superheroes what can go wrong so make sure you check that out over at Patreon and there's a special raffle going on so don't miss out on that gang uh, five star reviews on iTunes just they just do please and thank you but until next time gang stay hydrated love you bye bye